Welcome to episode 12, the last episode of season one of the first Draft Club. Why the end of season one? Well, my producer Izzy and I decided that 12 episodes is a nice length for a season, and so that's just what we're doing. (laughs) Um, We will be back very soon with season two after a short break. But in the meantime, we wanted to go ahead and wrap because we've covered a lot this season. And in this last episode, I want to give you a brief recap of what we have covered so that if if anything intrigues you and you haven't been listening along, you're not caught up, you can go back and take a listen to any of the episodes that, um, you know, where where you'd like to go a little deeper in the discussion. So let's dive in. Episode one of this season, our inaugural episode, was on how long it should take to write your first draft. We also talked about how long it should take to revise. Now, of course, this is going to be different for everyone, but I gave kind of a basic rule of thumb, which I stole from Stephen King, which is that a good length of time to work on a first draft is a season. So how long is a season? Three to four months. Um, Of course, I'm not talking about completing a manuscript from start to finish, from idea stage to final stage. That would be that would be really fast. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it would be super fast. I'm just talking about a first draft. If you're able to write pretty consistently and for a solid chunk of time, if not each day, then then most days of the week, I think it's a really reasonable goal. Now, not everyone's schedule allows that kind of um, writing frequency and and you know duration. So, if if you have a lot of things you're juggling, sure, it's going to take you longer. The important thing is that you want to set a goal date so that you have something you're working toward. As for revision, revision usually takes me about four to six weeks for for one pass at revising a manuscript. In episode two, I answered a writer's question, why can't I finish my manuscript? This person had a bunch of drafts and drawers and couldn't ever seem to get past the 50,000 word mark. I spent a lot of this episode talking about resistance, the inevitable pushback that comes when you try to create something new in the world, like a novel. And I talked in particular about how the closer you get to finishing, the stronger resistance, I I think, often becomes. And so in a way, you can see it as a good sign because the stronger resistance, the closer you are to being done. If you haven't picked up a copy of The War of Art yet, I suggest it and I, I talk about it a fair amount in that episode. I also talk about how if you're bored, the reader is probably bored. And so that can be a really good piece of information for you if you've reached a point in your drafting where you're not excited to write. It can just mean that something new needs to happen. Something needs to change. Episode three addressed the question of whether one should revise as you go or write a full draft and then revise. My answer here was to write a full draft and then revise. Period. No exceptions. Moving on. Episode four was about how and when to think about chapters. And my take on this is not until revision. It's much easier to select chapter breaks once you actually have a draft to work with and you're more likely to select good ones. 
In this episode, we also talk about fun things you can do with chapters, structurally and narratively, and also with the the higher level option of parts, dividing your, your story into parts. Episode five was about the term inciting incident, how to think about it, whether to think about it. And my take here is that the inciting incident is a terrifying term and you don't ever need to think about it again. (laughs) I suggest thinking instead about two different aspects of this question. One, where your story begins. And two, what is driving your main character? These are two independent questions and two essential questions to answer as you're getting started. Episode six was on whether to outline or not. I say, nope, I would not outline for a first draft. Ideally, I suggest creating a what I call a story map in which you set a destination or a climax, a narrative destination for your characters without actually charting out how you're going to get there. You're trying to balance freedom with some semblance of structure so that it's not, it doesn't feel entirely chaotic. Now, there will be exceptions to this. And, you know, I think listen to this episode if you're curious for to hear a more in-depth discussion of outlining or not. Episode seven answered a writer's question in which she asked when she'll feel like a real writer. She said she felt like she was still just sort of toying with a hobby and wondered when it would start to feel real. And my answers to this question were, one, it can help to set a goal, to to set a goal date to actually finish your novel or memoir draft, and then to meet it, to meet that goal. And two, you may not feel like a real writer for a while, for a long time. And that doesn't mean that you aren't one because we all have fraud syndrome and fraud syndrome is not always an accurate representation of reality. So just because you don't feel like a real writer doesn't mean that you aren't one. We've all heard the adage, you're a writer if you write. And though it sounds cheesy, I think it's true. Finally, in this episode, I mentioned the importance of getting affirmation from somewhere, whether it's a writing coach or instructor, you know, like myself, I work with a lot of people providing this kind of feedback or fellow writers in a writer's group or just someone that you know and trust um, who who you are are willing and able to share your work with. Getting some kind of affirmation from someone that you are on the right track, that you're producing something good, that you should keep going, that you your work has potential. I think that can really be essential to a writer, especially in the beginning stages. Episode eight was on how to make it through the murky middle. And my biggest tip here was to get out of your own head and into your characters' heads. So often when we are in the middle of drafting, we feel lost and unmoored because we're focused on how we don't know what's going to happen next. And we're anxious about what where the story is going. But if we change our focus to how our characters feel in this moment that we've created for them, based on everything we've set into motion previously in the story, we can let their their preoccupations drive the narrative. What do they feel is urgent? What is it that's keeping them up at night? Episode nine was on what to do if you don't know what it is you're writing. What if you don't know if 
whether you're writing a novel or a short story, or what if you don't know whether you're writing a novel or a memoir? Short answer, you don't need to decide. Write it first and then see. Episode 10 was on how to integrate background or backstory without boring the reader. Short answer here was there are two kinds of backstory. There's summary backstory, I call it, in which it's backstory that's summarized. And there is backstory that is told in scene. So it reads as if it's in real time. Basically, if it's summary backstory, you need to keep it short. I suggest under two pages. Episode 11, last week's episode, was on whether or not you need an antagonist. (laughs) Such a, it's a funny term for some reason to me. My answer is no. And in fact, I would not suggest thinking about a story's conflict this way. I like to think of the conflict at the heart of a story as one of ideas. So what's important is to articulate the essential question at the heart of your book. If that question, if that conflict, then takes the form of people at odds, then so be it. Now you have an antagonist, but not because you set out to create an antagonist. For more on this idea of identifying the question at the heart of your story and what the central conflict is, go check out episode 11. And in fact, if any of these really quick recaps triggered your interest, go check out the full episode. There's a lot more content covered in them, along with concrete pieces of advice, much more than I covered here. Now let's talk next season. I am going to take a short break to reset as the fall kicks into gear here. And then I'll be back answering a whole new batch of questions just in time for National Novel Writing Month in November. If you're ready to start writing now, you can join my course or sign up for coaching anytime beginning today. Just go to maryadkinswriter.com. That's Adkins with a D like donut and writer as in a person who writes, not someone on a horse to sign up and we'll get you started ASAP. maryadkinswriter.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you soon for season two.